This is the In The Club podcast, produced and written by the members of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Kansas City. We're going to be talking about everything from social life to sports to academics and much more. This is the In The Club podcast, made by Boys and Girls Club. My name's Serenity. And my name is Michaela, and this is our very first episode. Um, Serenity, what does the club mean to you? It means a lot because it's given me so many opportunities to branch out of what I'm used to and a lot more awareness of the community and the world around me. Um, What have you accomplished with the club? What has the club done for you personally? What has it done for your academic success? What has it done for you in your daily life? What has the club done to benefit you in basically like what you do daily? So this is probably going to sound a little mean, but um, the club has definitely given me somewhere to escape from my family because I love them with all my heart and soul, but they're really weird. <laughs> love them, but they're crazy. So it's given me somewhere to escape, but it also gave me the opportunity to try out for JYOY for the 2021-2022 school year. It's really cool, by the way. Um, are there any questions you would like to ask me about the club? Anything that you would also like to add about the Boys and Girls Club and how it has helped you and your peers? How do you think the club has helped your peers? I think it's made them a lot less crazy. <laughs> I think it's given them somewhere to calm down before they go home or before we do something together. That would definitely not have happened without the club. And I actually had one question about the club for you. Um, Since you won JYOY last year, was there anything that really stood out to you after winning that you didn't see before about the club? Um, After I won um, the Junior Youth of the Year for 2020 to 2021, um, I learned that the club is really an amazing place and not just somewhere where you can just stay after school or hang out with your friends. Those are the benefits that you have with the club, but the club is so much more. It can help you with your grades. It can help you just be a successful person and have so many things that you have done on your resume that you might apply for a job or like just community service projects so that you can feel better about yourself by helping the community and others around you. So the club opens up a lot of doors for me and my peers, not just because they help me with my grades or it's just somewhere that I can stay. It's more like a place where I can learn how to be a better person and learn leadership and learn how to be kind to other people and just learn how to be a better person all around and so that my future can be bright and great with a lot of great things. Earlier you said something about resumes, which I do want to bring back up because next week on Thursday, seventh graders are doing a, I don't know if it's seventh and eighth or just seventh, but I know our class is doing a sort of mock interview for future jobs. And we had to create resumes and we have time slots and we're gonna have somewhere in the gym that we're gonna have to go to give these interviews. And that is something that I'm actually very prepared for because of JYOY. Because having to do the speech in the interview makes you think a lot more about questions for interviews. Um, so I had to do the same thing in seventh grade. I don't know if it was seventh and eighth grade last year. I believe it was just seventh grade. But for my interview, we did it in the library and we had number slots at our tables. And I had met another engineer 
whose husband works in the chemical engineering field, which is what I want to be working in when um, I grow up and I try to like get a job and go to college. That's going to be my major is engineering. And um, yeah, the club prepared me for that experience because I wasn't so nervous in front of a camera, in front of um, a person on Zoom. They had already prepared me and taught me those skills so that I can really talk to that person and really connect with them while being kind of like smart, like sounding smart and professional and everything like that. I knew how to piece my words together and get them out. I knew how to answer interview questions. And so if the club didn't help me do that, I wouldn't have known how to talk to that person. I probably would have been like scared or kind of afraid to talk to that person because, you know, I don't know you. You're asking me all these questions that I have to think about to answer and all this stuff. But the club has prepared me a lot to answer those questions. And so it became a lot smoother. So it's just those life skills that the club teaches you that can really take you a long way. So like a job interview, like you just said, um, because of JYOY, I know how to answer questions for a job interview and do all that other stuff. So I'm prepared for my future when I go to a job interview and I know how to answer questions. You said something earlier about colleges. Do you, so you said, you know what major you want to get. Do you know what college you want to go to? (laughs) You already know the answer to this, but I do want to go to Harvard University. I'm going to work hard for it. Do you have any colleges in mind that you would like to go to? Yes. There's one in Parkville and it's actually called Park University. has a great social psychology program and I really want to do that. Is that where your major is going to be? Yeah. Could you say it again? I'm going to major in social psychology and then hopefully use that to write my books. So you're going to be an author? Mm -hmm. Can you elaborate on what you really want to do in the future? What I really want to do is be able to give people like me right now a chance to have somewhere that they're not judged for what they read or what they are where they can read a book and disappear into a world of fantasy where dragons and mermaids and witches and wizards and pretty much any other magical being that everybody says doesn't exist. I don't technically believe that's true, but where everybody says every magical being exists, like it's a really cool place to escape to when the world's not being the kindest to you. Um, I know that you read a lot of Harry Potter. Is that why you're so inspired of writing these books into another fantasy world that people can escape to, even though the world might not be so kind to them? So I read a lot of Harry Potter and I read a lot of Shadowhunters. And both of these are centered around magical creatures that are either good or evil. And you have to kind of read through to get the plot and understand the characters and the emotions and everything else in these books. So you really have to go into the world to get the books. And it's really nice to be able to have somewhere where even though your whole life might be falling apart, you can escape to a book where somebody's running from an evil creature or trying not to die from a demon. Like it's really cool to escape to. Um, how has the club helped you towards your path in the future? Like, I know that you want to be some kind of author and helping others, but is there any way that the club could help you or has already helped you to try to achieve that goal? Um, I had Miss Lily. I 
gave her the character names and the plot and kind of the whole rundown of the basics for my book that I'm writing right now before I started writing it. And she was like, okay, when you finish it, I want to read it. And that was one of the last little votes of confidence I needed to start writing because I had been delaying writing for two months. I had had the plans done for a while, but I was putting off starting to write because starting to write meant I had to really sit down and think about it. And that meant thinking about my future a lot more in depth than I usually do. So it really was that last push that I needed to start writing. Okay. Um, (laughs) I mean, yeah, hey, I mean, that helped you a lot. And Miss Lily is a miracle worker. I don't know how she does it. Miss Lily is an absolute miracle worker. So the staff supporting, the supporting staff in the Boys and Girls Club has helped you try to achieve those goals and try to um, like strive yeah. for your future and find something that you're really passionate about and just find something that you really want to work, work towards and putting the work and the hours definitely the hours part you don't if there's anything that the authors of this world will definitely tell you writing a book does not happen overnight at all it's taken me three weeks to get three pages like it takes a while um so about the three pages that you have wrote do you can you tell me a little bit about them like what's the main plot gonna be so the main plot is kind of weird it's a criminal and a private investigator. This private investigator used to be an FBI agent. And while they kind of work through, um, you'll figure out parts of their backstory that nobody knew, including me right now. I have no idea what their backstory is going to be, but I'll figure something (laughs) out. Um, You'll figure out parts of their backstory. You will find little hidden Easter eggs for the newest books I might might write if I can figure out how to finish the first one. But um, I think I can really turn this into a great series if I have the time and the club support to sit down and have somewhere quiet and safe to write the books. Because ain't nobody writing a book in the loudest place on earth. I can guarantee it. And I can guarantee the loudest place on earth is the school cafeterias. There is not one quiet person in that whole cafeteria. Not one. So do you have a designated location where you go to write your books and go get your new ideas about your books? I don't really have a designated location to get ideas for my my books. I know I spend a lot of time on Pinterest looking for character development kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Character development strengtheners to where, I know it's not a word, it's fine. Um, to where you can kind of really strengthen your character's plot development to where readers will actually want to keep following along with that character. I have that. And then I also have, there's booths in our library and they're right next to windows and hearing birds chirping over the sound of the loud air conditioners while you're writing a book is actually really soothing. So when I'm writing on the weekends, I just sit in my bed because it's the most comfortable and safe place I have in my house for myself. So I'll just sit in my bed and open my window and listen to the birds. I'm like like a backwards version of Cinderella. (laughs) I don't talk to them. I just listen to them. I mean, birds can Birds are relaxing sometimes. 
Like when you first wake up on the weekend and you hear birds mm-hmm. chirping, you know that that's the weekend. Yeah, because you're like, wait, I've slept long enough to where they are chirping and I just woke up. So it is at least past six o'clock in the morning because it's not dark outside anymore. So I can sleep. The amount of la- like, I don't understand why school has to start so early. It's like we don't get enough sleep as it is. But you got to think about if school started later, then you would have to get home later. So mm-hmm. like for us to be at school by eight o'clock and getting home at three o'clock, if you wanted the school to start by like 10, we'd have to get home by like five or six o'clock at night. And True. depending on like what time it is in the year, like if it's winter time, then it's going to be like dark outside, dark, dark and cold. So, I mean, I need somebody to explain how Missouri weather works because a couple of days ago it was 90 degrees outside and I was wearing a t-shirt and a pair of shorts and I was walking around in my flip-flops. And then yesterday I had to go outside of my house in a big furry coat with my hoodie and sweatpants on because it was so cold that I couldn't even take the dogs out without freezing. Without, with all the sleet and the ice oh, and the yeah. snow. Like you go from like summertime to wintertime real quick. And it's not oh, yeah. even summertime yet. It's just like spring. Right. We had summer temperatures and it wasn't even summertime yet, but now we're back to winter and it's supposed to be spring. And it's like, can y'all just mix the two together, please? Did you hear what happened to the groundhog? Like, yeah, no, he, he is that why the weather? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Was the, was the groundhog right? <laughs> was, was, was the groundhog, <laughs> was the groundhog the only one keeping the seasons together? Like I'm confused. I don't think, I think he might've been conspiracy theory. I think he might've been the only one keeping the seasons together. The groundhog? Uh-huh. Keeping the seasons together. Uh-huh. And now that he's dead, so are the seasons. They're just everywhere now. Like what, what happened to like Santa Claus? Would Christmas, like uh, winter not come? What about the Easter bunny? What about? I think the Easter bunny has done a lot of hopping over his years. I don't think he needs to hop anymore. <laughs> He's still going to hop, though. That's a lot of hopping, though. Can you imagine only being able to move if you're hopping? That's that's too much work. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it is too much work you to just to be hopping. move your whole body. Just move your whole... I can be a penguin. I'm sorry. I couldn't do it. I couldn't waddle my way everywhere. Their Could knees are in their body. It. Like, their knees are, like, in their body. That's like, even worse, skeleton. though. Because then they're not waddling, but they're stepping. And every time they're stepping, they're kneeing themselves. I'm sorry. That has to hurt a lot. I mean, they've adapted like what we Obviously. learned in science class, adaptations. Mm. Adaptation <laughs> doesn't sound like very much fun. Um, Has the club helped you in academic success at all in helping you um, better understand what you're, the material that you're given in school and um, what you're learning in school? It's helped me not necessarily get better grades, but keep the good grades that I get. And it's also definitely helped me with tutoring other kids because I know some kids, especially my friends, I don't know how, but they managed to get really low grades in ELA and math. And it's like, I don't, I don't know how, but Hey, I mean, I can tutor them because I have the time at Boys and Girls Club. So I mean, that's a plus. Um, a lot of people do fall behind in subjects that you might excel in that's because of different learning strengths, like, visual learners, auditory learners, and um, forgot what it was, like hands-on learners. Yeah. Like me, I'm a visual learner. I can't really learn from just 
looking at well I can learn from looking at something but I need it explained to me like in either pictures or a diagram and I can't really just hear the information and just soak it in and just understand it I need to be able to see it like colorful notes or something like that or maybe like drawing pictures on my notes so I know what to refer back to in case like I see a big word or maybe like I'm caught up on a specific point I can always go back to that picture remember oh that's what this means so Maybe it's just the learning styles of how different people learn. Usually in math, um, it's a good one for visual learners like me because teachers, like they explain every single step. They show you to draw it out a lot in math, but in reading and writing, you're getting told the information, which is hard for auditory learners. And math is hard for, I guess, hands on learners who need to actually do it. I mean, they can do like the math themselves, but it's still not as easy. Honestly, I don't think school's ever meant to be easy. I think it was meant to be difficult the whole time. I think they just kind of told us it was going to get it easier, but the, I don't think they were telling the truth. I think it's going to get a lot harder before it gets a lot easier. Um, if you were not planning to be an author in the future, what other career would you take and how would the Boys and Girls Club support you doing that? So I had like four really far-fetched ideas before I settled on being an author. But one of the main ones was I was either going to be an FBI agent or I was going to be, oh, I can't remember what the other one was. I was going to be a vet or an FBI agent. I could not tell myself which one I wanted to do. I don't know how I drastically made those two decisions, but I was going to be a vet or an FBI agent. The club definitely would have helped me because I know at least five people that I can think of off the top of my head that love animals. So they definitely would help me with that. And it's not like people in this club, especially the ones that have known me for two years, are just going to stop supporting me because I'm going to try and be part of the FBI. Not to mention, it's also really cool when your sub gives you a high five because you want to go in the FBI. <laughs> it's very nice. Um. I don't think your goals sound too far-fetched. Mm-hmm. I mean, the sky's the limit. You can do whatever yes. you put your mind to. That's true. And your friends and peers will definitely support you in whatever you want to do. So I think it was just the drastic difference between the two. An author and an FBI agent? Author, FBI agent, and vet. There was very drastic differences between the three. Maybe at one time you like really were passionate about animals and helping them. One time you wanted to, I guess, stop crime. I watched Not too like much. A I watched too much Criminal Minds and NCIS <laughs> for this. That's where I got this idea from. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, you it's just not, wanted but to like still solve mysteries like Scooby Doo or something like that, <laughs> and uncover like microphone like, like Scooby Doo. What's it called? Fingerprints. Fingerprints. There you go. Um, and like with the black ink and everything, and now you want to be an author. And I'm like 85 percent sure people don't do fingerprints with black ink, but okay. We did one in. Fifth grade. Mm-hmm. But if you're lifting fingerprints, you're going to use dust and tape. Oh, see, you know more than me. You were already involved in, I guess, learning more about the topic and subject. So that's it's like close. forensics. Forensics. Can you explain what forensics are or it's is? Kinda, it's kind of like the background work to almost all investigations. It's the DNA, the fingerprints, the hair samples, the whole backbone of investigations because if you just took some random person to court and said they broke into your house and stole your most prized possession but there's not a single fingerprint hair sample footprint anything and this person was a clear across town how are you going to convince them 
that this person broke into your house. But if they say they were across town, nobody saw them and their fingerprints are all over your house. How, how are they not in your house? See, you could already make that the new <laughs> thing about your book because they're about FBI agent. You're still including um, what you already had passed, like what your passion was and including it in your new passion, like about the FBI agent. So maybe that can be your plot of your story hey, that I you're mean, trying to find. I'm, I'm going to go along with it. I'm going to figure out what happens because I don't really know what's going to happen in this book yet. I know I have a basic plot, but I'm not great at following those. So we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, I think that's, hmm. wow. I just not realized something. What was it? I just thought of a whole new plot point. Can you tell me what For it is? no reason. Yeah. So in the beginning of this book, these two characters are supposed to be sworn enemies. One of the, the um, criminal is supposed to have ruined, like utterly ruined the private investigator's life. So I just thought of a new plot point where we actually have like a flashback chapter for both the criminal and the private investigator to where we can kind of see how. And it'd probably be somewhere near the beginning of the book, but not the really beginning because I haven't finished writing the really beginning yet. But it'll probably be somewhere near the middle of the book-ish. Do you know what the end is going to be yet? Or I know that, that they live. Ha- I know this is going to sound like a fairy tale, but I know they live happily ever after-ish. Ish? Ish. I don't know how much happy happy ever after you can live as a criminal, but hey, it'll it'll figure itself out. Was the criminal and the private investigator, like, together? They are by the end of the book. So, <laughs> they already have your plot, huh? Pretty much. They're not in the beginning, but they are by the end of the book, and then they move in together, and then I, I guess in the second book, I'm going to have the doorman be evil or something. The I really man? don't know. Yep. The landlord who's always at the front door. I'm going to have him be evil in the second book, I think. So you have your first book figured out. Mm-hmm. Your second book planned. is in the wind. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I know I'm going to make the doorman evil. I just don't know how. So you have a private investigator. Mm-hmm. A criminal. Criminal mm-hmm. and a doorman. Yep. That's pretty much it. <laughs> and a lot of side characters. But we only see them for like a couple of chapters. So, oh well. Um, I, That might be it. <laughs> Or the, okay. Um, I think that's it for this episode. Is there anything else you would like to add about the Boys and Girls Club, how they have helped you and your peers or anything about, I guess, your new upcoming book that's coming out to yourself, I guess, <laughs> that you're planning to write? Um, I will let you guys know when the book is done. It's probably going to be a while, but I will definitely let you guys know when the book is done. Um, I think that's it for this episode of In the Club. Um, my name's Michaela. I'm Serenity, and we'll see you guys next time.